Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's okay. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. As you know, I'm always searching for the top 1% in their fields, making a difference, making impact, getting their insights, their distinctions, and sharing it with the world. So today I'm delighted to welcome uh, Paul Davis from Ireland, and he dubs himself as the intuitive business consultant. And what's interesting is that intuition is more and more important in today's business field. And he's got a lot to share with the audience. So, uh, Paul, welcome. Thanks, Chris. And it's great, it's great to be here. We connected through Podmatch. And so tell the audience about your story, how you got started, and we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah, not a problem. Um, well, as as you mentioned, I'm from Ireland. So when I was growing up, uh, funnily enough, typical Irish Catholic family, I'm one of seven brothers. So I was actually the, the, the seventh son. And as it turned out, I became, I was actually the, the seventh son of a seventh child of a seventh child. So three, gen- three generations of, of being the seventh. Um, but here in Ireland, there's a lot of folklore and Celtic tradition around being the seventh son. And typically what the folklore states is that um, somebody that's born the seventh son is gifted in, in, in some way. And typically that's gifted in, in from a healing perspective. And that's what I used to do as a child. Um, however, as I grow older, the empathic and intuitive side more kind of developed w- w- within myself. Um, and we were just saying, you know, b- b- before we press record, the intuitive side or the unconscious is not really something that, that physicians kind of, are, are connected too much with the, you know physicians typically deal with with the body uh, whereas when i work with clients I'm, I'm working with the unconscious blueprint so i suppose to, to cut a long story short um i became a management accountant and became very very well known for going into companies and turn them around very very quickly so my average period for turning a company around will be six months typically it's around 12 to 18 months um but so on, on one side i've got this hugely analytical side which is the accountant and strategic and business focus and all that kind of things but then there's, there's the other side which is the intuitive side and i suppose the best way i could probably describe for people that are listening is that let, let me first say chris I'm, I'm sure you've you've gone into a supermarket sometimes and you've you've gotten one of these shopping trolleys and you're you know sometimes you might be lucky and the shopping trolley goes really really smoothly all four wheels are aligned to where you want to go but sometimes there's always that shopping trolley whereby one of the wheels is jarred and it's going in a completely different direction 
Well, for my, when I work with clients, I'm working with the unconscious blueprint within a client. And for some people, they may go through life not knowing that they're out of flow with their unconscious blueprint. And what it seems like, it's it's like that wheel that's busted on the on the shopping trolley. The wheel wants to bring in a completely different direction, but yet you're forcing the trolley to go in a completely different direction altogether. So what I do is I, I discover an individual's unconscious blueprints. I call it their innate genius. It's their life purpose. It's their mission in life. It's what they're here to do. And then what I now do is I structure the business around what their unconscious blueprint is. And, you know, this podcast is all about abundance. That's literally when you're in alignment with your unconscious blueprint. That's where now you can actually bring more abundance into your life. Hmm. Yeah, I love that alignment, manifesting, uh, human design, uh, all of these concepts we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, One of the what especially among physicians community, um, you mentioned intuition, you know, physicians, they want hard data, they want facts, they want science, you know, intuitions, this woo woo thing. But in the other thing I find very common in physicians is that there's this huge influence from from parents because, you know, they didn't go to the medical school, so they want their kids to become medical doctors. And so when you work with clients, what is going on when um, a physician is living, you know, for this adoration, this validation from society from their parents their spouse you know what what is going on there um you probably describe the vast majority of the population it won't be just it won't be just narrowed to to physicians typically what happens is that yes you know somebody will go to college that's the environment that they they kind of for one good word not so much pressurized but that's where they're, they're guided towards so they go to college to get their degree and then they start a career path and um, my clients tend to come to me when they are at a crossroads in life um, if, if I give you an example of, of one of my clients, um, JP is his name, it's just, just how I refer to him as, as JP. And he contacted me a number of years ago and he was he was totally distraught. And he'd become an accountant. He trained as an accountant, was doing for, for as an accountant for, for quite a number of years. But when, when he contacted me, he was completely distraught. And he'd been running his accounting practice for literally over 10 years, was doing okay. Mm. Not not so great, but it was was doing okay, was 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 making a living let's put that way you need three young kids and as the conversation was having with him and he was describing his life what there's one sentence that he said to me he said paul i i just can't do it anymore and that to me was a little bit of a flag to say okay let, we, we we got to drill down a little bit deeper and as we, we we delved a little bit deeper just as much as physicians will do to try and find an illness for for, for, for somebody right now at the moment what i do is i, I drill down with a client so as I was drilling down with him, what I discovered was that he had a plan and made a plan to exit this life. So even though he was married, happily married with, with his wife, he had um, a couple of young, three young kids at the time, um, he literally had, had a plan to, to check out of life. Um, so what, what he agreed to do was he, he agreed to have a meeting with me the, the next day. And I talked to him in relation to what I discovered, what, what I go through is I go through a process which is you, you, you talk about, you know, physicians want to see the evidence. I want absolutely to see the evidence, but the evidence is literally, think of it as being, it's the breadcrumbs and our unconscious will constantly give us those breadcrumbs in our life in order to fulfill what our purpose is, what our innate genius is, what we're actually here to do. And um, so what I do, uh, what I did with JP was bring all that evidence together. So therefore now that you could see it, it was real for him. 
And to cut a long story short, he, he, he contacts me every now and again, either by text or by phone call. He's, he's doing absolutely phenomenally well. He's running, a, a, you know, a, a multiple seven-figure business. Um, still has all the kids, and every every now and again, I, I get a text or a photograph from, you know, from different places that he's visited and so on. So that that's the difference. So where somebody will will pursue a path, and it may be as as you say, from a cultural perspective, in terms of okay, that's the career that you should follow, but we can just realign it slightly in order to be in line with the unconscious blueprint. And then now that's where you get an awful lot more fulfillment. You're driven an awful lot more. You literally, you, for one word, you, you love your life. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's, it, there's a huge contrast between the before and after for one word. Yeah, very well said. Um, and what you're talking about is this, um, uh, this idea of this, you talk about beyond passion and ikigai. So tell yeah. the audience, what is this? concept of ikigai and inner genius yeah. and all that. absolutely yeah perfect so anybody that will be on a crossroads in life or they'll feel that they're on, on this constant hamster wheel and they'll start searching online for typically you know find what's my purpose in life what am i to do what direction should i go and they're typically the, the, the questions people will ask but they'll come across as a few different things they'll come across um a lot of people talk about well find your passions and if you find what you're passionate about well, then that's will guide you to having a fulfilled life. The difficulty with passions is passions are transient. And if you actually go back to the origin of, of, of passion, the, the, the Latin word is pathy, and pathy is actually to suffer. So it's actually, people are being guided the wrong way. So let me put it away. there's a lot of things I'm passionate about, but they're absolutely nothing whatsoever got to do with my life purpose. Equally, when I work with clients, there's things that they will be passionate about, but it's nothing got to do with what's going to bring them ultimately unconscious fulfillment and a purpose in life or meaning in life. The, the other concept that, that you refer to us is, is, is Ikigai. And for some people will, will have come across and what they'll remember is probably a, a number of circles all interlinked. And ultimately what it's to do is what, what the world needs, what is it that you're passionate about? And you merge the two of them together, and that's how you're going to get a fulfilling life. So, what, what you're what you're good at, what you what you can serve the world. With. But again, the question that everybody comes back with is, well, what am I to do? What direction should I go in? What what is my purpose? So, therefore, they can never really complete the, the ikigai diagram or, or structure. And another people will, will come across, you know, find your why. And if you find your why, well, then that's going to give you a sense of purpose and meaning. But here here's the thing with with, with finding your why. One is people try and work out your why use their conscious thinking and when you're working at your conscious thinking it's going to be wrong anyway because everything comes from your unconscious and it's think of your unconscious being it's that energy that you have it's literally it's you know as aristotle and, and the greek philosophers refer to it as it's ether it's 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 part of that whole ether that unseen energy that that, that is literally you it's universe when you're when you're trying to work out why you're doing what you're doing using your conscious thinking, it's going to be the wrong why anyway. But on top of that, the premise is, well, ask yourself the question, why are you doing what you're doing based on what you're currently doing? However, what you're currently doing may not be what you're supposed to be doing in the first place in line with your own conscious blueprint. So therefore, the why is going to be always wrong. So when, when I work with clients, I, I, I've, I've developed this methodology. And again, here's the Here's the proof. Here's the facts. Here's the, the the analytical side of me. 
And what I call it is, is, is your genius unlocked, which is literally finding every single element of your innate genius. And I've narrowed that down between your genius drivers, your genius inspiration, your genius role, and your genius quest. And each one of those is what's going to give you fulfillment, that joy, that zest for life, that motivation, innate motivation as opposed to be externally motivated. It's your innate drive to actually achieve what it is that you're here to do. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And conscious, um, you know, one one thing that I get quite often is, you know, when people have just basically the road is wide open, there's unlimited choices and possibility. And then people, they just get stuck because they don't what, you know, if I take this direction or that direction. So what are the mistakes people make when trying to find their life purpose? Try and find they're trying to follow their passions and it, it's going to lead them down the wrong path. It's it's like putting the it's like putting a step ladder up against the wrong wall. Eventually, so passions are transient, so they they lose the motivation from a passion for, if if they turn it into a career or or into a business. Typically, people will try and meditate or journal or go to a far flung country and try and find okay what is it I'm to do and they're they're looking for for one but word divine inspiration, but they're never ever 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 going to get it that way <laughs> so what you do is you look for the evidence in your life and by looking for the evidence in your life you can absolutely find what it is what your life purpose is so let me put it this way i've got clients that come to me that have been searching for years and have gone through so many coaches consultants and courses and books and all that kind of stuff to try and find out what their life purpose is um and yet within a half a day i'm able to show them all the evidence in their life it's concrete evidence it's not just you know they don't have to intuit or they don't have to contemplate on it or reflect on it or meditate on it it's it's, it's literally hard evidence and from that then now they know exactly what their life purpose is so the level of clarity and certainty that they get is phenomenal but that that's what they say they, they you know they call me a lifesaver or, or a game changer that's that's the descriptions that they use um because of the level of clarity that they actually get from it yeah Quite interesting. And then the other thing we were talking backstage is um, these, uh, and I love the people that think differently or outside of the box. I'm always, it always these insight. And then other people talk about how to find your life purpose and why is that incorrect? Because, you know, you mentioned passions, but tell us, you know, elaborate more. Yeah, because again, what they'll talk about is, so again, if you go back to there's a book that was written by Viktor Frankl, and if if people are familiar with Viktor Frankl, it's it's Man's Search for Meaning, and, and he was a Holocaust survivor. And some people say, look, people don't have a purpose. That that's what some people say. Um, I'm here to tell completely differently because again, out of all the research I've done, and again, it's it's getting back to my intuitive and and the empathic side of things, and and knowing um, different things for for people because I will get images and insights and knowings for for people. And when I was going through, uh, you know, doing all the business consultancy side of things, and I would tell people, I would tell clients all the images and the insights of what I would get, and invariably every single one of them would turn, I won't say every, but nearly every single one that would turn around and say, Paul, you're just making this up. Because <laughs> that's that's the view of intuition. And they see it as being, oh, you're you're psychic or whatever. And so I, I tend not to use those terms. But what would actually happen is, you know, maybe three months down the road or six months down the road, exactly what I had told them turned out. So then I then end up getting a text or, or, or a message for, from clients to say, you'll never believe what's what's just happened. 
from what I've actually just said. So when I worked with clients for a period of time, they know now to, when I say something, they, they, they know to take, take cognizance of it. Let me put it this way. Every single individual would have had experiences whereby they had that gut feeling, whereby they're walking down the street or they're driving down the road or, or a flash of inspiration comes into their mind. And some, the vast majority of people dismiss it, whereas other people that are more in line and intuitive are in tune with their intuition side, they'll take recognition of those intuitive flashes. I call them inspired thoughts. And from that, so again, people will describe it as being gut feelings. When you follow your gut feeling, it will always, always, always be right. So every single individual will have experienced intuition from that perspective. All you got to do is you got to develop it. And there's multiple ways of how you can develop it. So where people follow what, you know, again, as we, we go back to Victor Frankl and he says, you know, the meaning of life is the meaning you give it. And the meaning of an event is the meaning you give it. And yes, that's absolutely true in certain circumstances. But when it comes to an individual trying to figure out what their life purpose is, every single individual has a unique life purpose. It's with them since birth. It is literally, and here's a question I always get asked in terms of, you know, does your purpose change? And it doesn't. Your purpose stays with you throughout your whole life. It develops, it evolves, and it grows as you fulfill your purpose, but it never changes. It's always, always the same throughout your whole life. Mm. Oh, that's very fascinating because uh, when you mentioned this, uh, developing your intuition, and it's like a skill, it's a muscle, um, you know, people sometimes discount it, but, um, you know, people develop intuition for different things for, you know, sometimes for survival, you know, they grew, grew up in, yeah. you know, rough situations. Um, so, and you talked about developing this muscle, you know, how can, you know, do, does everybody, you know, does it, is it just empaths, very sensitive people, or is it extroversion, introversion? Um, and how do you develop it? Yeah, perfect. It, it makes no difference whether you're introverted or extroverted. Um, you don't have to be born. I just happen to have been born with, with a heightened sense of, of intuition and empathic side and a whole lot of other um, what's referred to as clairs. But every single individual, first of all, every single individual has that part within them, the, the intuitive side, but it can be developed. And here's there's two real main things that I, I keep telling people. One is, uh, and people would have heard this for, for different reasons, but meditation is one of the best ways of developing your intuition. Mm. And let me explain why, because so people will, will follow meditation from the point of view as they want to de-stress. They want to literally calm themselves from the, the madness that goes on in the world. But what I want you to understand from a meditation perspective, think of it from, from, think of it this way. If you're going to a party and you walk into the party and the, 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 the room is full of people and the music is going and people are chatting and there's drinks being, you know, shared around the place. And, that, and you can just imagine the buzz in the actual party itself. And all of a sudden, when you walk into the room, you see one of your friends on the opposite side of the room and you try and catch your attention and you, you get their eye, you get eye contact with them, but they can't hear you and you can't really hear them. You're trying to, you're trying to communicate across the room, but all this noise and clatter is, is going on around you. That's what it's like every single day. We've been bombarded with information left, right, and center. Meditation is all about quieting everything down. Because if you can imagine, if you're at that party and you start to quieten everything down, you get, say, look, you turn off the music and you tell everybody just to stay still and just not to talk, just literally bring it down to a complete, absolute silence. Now you can communicate with your friend across the room 
very, very easily. Meditation is all about that. It's communicating with your higher intelligence. People have different terminology on it, and that's absolutely fine. So whether it be higher mind, universal mind, superconscious, whatever terminology you want to use, they are slightly different and distinct. But I, I just want to get you to understand when you want to communicate and develop your intuitive side, the more you can come into silence and into meditation, now you're becoming more attuned to that intuitive side to you. So that's one of the first, first protocols. The, the next thing then is you've got to trust. And if you can, the more you can develop your trust from your intuitive art, think of think it as being your gut feeling. You trust those gut feelings or you trust those inspired thoughts. Now you're you're building that muscle of, of the intuitive side. And let, let me give you a third one. Um, what I call is, I, I, I encourage clients to go for what I call a sensible walk. So people will have heard about mindfulness. But I want you to think of it from, from, from this perspective. Imagine that you can go for a walk in nature. And as you start to walk, you become in tune with every single one of your senses. So you might start off, with, first of all, you might start off with your visual sense. So now you're saying, well, I can see the trees. I can see the birds. I can see my foot on uh, my, my, my feet as I walk through, through the path and so on. So, But you're, you're picking out everything from a visual perspective. And then you might move from the visual sense to your auditory sense. Now you can say, well, I can hear the birds sing. I can hear the cars passing by. I can hear different sounds going on as, as, as you're walking through the path. So what you do is you go through every single one of your senses. Hence the reason why I call it a senseful walk. But ultimately what you're doing is you're, you're again, yes, to use the terminology, you're building the muscle for each one of those senses. You're heightening the sensitivity for each one of those senses. So if you can, if you can take it, let's put it this way. You can take a blind person where they, they don't have any visual sense, but every one of their other senses is heightened. Their, their, their auditory sense is much, much higher. Or you can take somebody that, that's deaf and their visual sense will be much more acute. So what you're doing is you're increasing each one of those senses. Why are you doing that? The reason being is because your unconscious communicates through your senses. That's how it communicates through. So therefore, the more you become attuned to all your senses, now you can pick up so much more information in order to guide you to what it is that you're to do in every aspect of your life you know whether it be financial abundance or whether it's working with clients or it's every single aspect in your life is, is, is what you're being guided towards yeah it's very fascinating uh, i've always been you know uh i've always i love this idea where you use your sixth sense or you know extra intuition you know whatever you call it and you can use it in your business your finances and uh kind of as a kind of your very interesting how can people contact you follow you reach out to you and uh, check you out on social media yeah the, the, the best way if people were to go to my website which is www there's all the different ways i've I've a course there i call it genius unlocked and by that literally it, it, it you you're able to discover what every single element of, of of your genius is your unconscious genius so yeah the best way honestly chris is for people to go to my website paul William. Yeah. And for all the audience out there, let's thank Paul for coming onto the show. Very interesting idea of, you know, discovering your life purpose, ikigai, intuition, breaking through the social conditioning, all of the noise. Um, all of his resources will be in the links and show notes. And with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Great to be here.
again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.